please enter room 2008. We are back live on twitch.tv slash room2008 for part two of Mr. H.H. Holmes. We are joined, the crew's all here, Drew Nell, uh, Peter Rabbithole, Lance, and Mrs. Homicidal, the special guest, the H.H. Holmes extraordinaire, if you will. And uh, we are going to go into part two about this murder castle that he built. Um, So we're going to pick up where we left off from episode one and, and go from there. So I think we were talking about the construction of it. Of this we just finished construction. It is mm-hmm. built. It's built. Now we're going in, going into the, uh, the the basically the reasons why he built it. Right. Okay. So um, remember that he built it based off like just bits and pieces. People came in. They built like little pieces at a time. So nobody had the full picture. Yeah. Of this plan, um, and he built it. Because he did have a weird fascination with dissection, with bodies, based off that weird childhood fear. And the World Fair just turned out to be just a perfect timing for him. There are some sources that say he didn't make it just because of the World Fair. It just happened to become a the convenience. Yeah. But there are some who say that he did it because the World Fair was there. And he knew it would generate a lot of people coming in. So just take it as you will. Yeah. yeah, like literally just flocks of people Fly, i mean that's over half the country coming to chicago really wanting to just murder people so a murderer just happens to build a hotel right at the peak of the population there's so many people there people get lost yeah there's so many transient people coming in and coming <laughs> it's out like it's perfect crash. for it yes. literally is perfect for him which it's is horrible ni- to say very nice airbnb for the time yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I won't stay one of those. Um, because he's obsessed with money, the first floor is dedicated to generating money. It's businesses, it's his pharmacy that he made that he built. Um, it's a glass bending build, building business, um, it's a jewelry store, it's a publishing company, it's a barber shop. Um, it's a whole bunch of like generating profit. Um, on the second and third floor, he has the apartments. This is where the people would stay the night. Um, and this is where they'd stay for the fair. So his, he actually lived in this murder castle on the second floor in a corner room that overlooked 63rd street. Yeah. The penthouse. Right. Exactly. Um, and if you want, you can pull up a, there's another picture on there too. I think it's the next one. There's, there's that one. And there's like an arrow kind of pointing like that's like kind of the corner room where his room would be. All right. So, um, so that's the, ma- that's the master suite right there. <laughs> but it was right. a it was the second floor, not the third, right? Yeah, so it's just kind of kind of pointing to the corner that it would be on. But his was on the second floor, and it was like the big. I think you could house. see him if you look closely. I think waiting? he's there. <laughs> um. So he wanted his castle, um, which he referred to as the Holmes Castle, to include a couple unique features that you would not find in another hotel. 
Um, one of them was gas pipes and secret peepholes into all the apartment rooms. I like Peter's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the gas pipes, of course. And he had... <laughs> And he had the water. control panel to all the pipes in his bedroom that he had 24 access to. Wow. So he could control the, the flip of a switch. Oh, gas on in 201. Wow. Um, and gas you. Um, all the halls were extremely narrow at a lot of odd angles. Oh, that's I've never seen this picture before. Yes, this is an artistic rendition of it. So it's not like historically accurate. It's kind of like an artistic version of it based on what's been provided to us. Nice. Um, you should be able to zoom in on it if you want. We'll try to zoom in. There's a question. Uh, is it any business that might cause a mass of people to visit the building? More businesses and the more. I can't really read that because it cuts out of the. Let me just move that. More diverse the options, more chance to get a higher number of visitors, mm -hmm. or in this case, missing persons. We talked about just in that it was, it was commercial and residential, but more importantly, it was the World Fair. I think it was it, being you know, right. Yeah. I mean, just remember, I th I personally think based on the research I've research I've done, he was con man all the way. Everything was about making money. If it made him money, he went for it, even if it meant killing people. So um, even if it was like, hey, let me bring in this beautiful secretary, have her work for me, and then I'll kill her and steal her stuff. Um, and hey, she's so beautiful. People will want to come in and see her. That will make me more money. Everything was about making him money the next con. So this murder castle kind of did both. It made him money and um, achieved his fixation on killing at the same time, like his weird obsession with anatomy and dissection and everything he went to school for. Um, so uh, all the rooms had gas pipes, all, all the residential rooms, I guess you'd say the hotel rooms. They had gas pipes. They had secret peepholes where if he decided to gas somebody, he could watch what happened. He could watch them asphyxiate. Um, all the halls had very narrow, very narrow walls, like barely two people could pass each other. Mm, wow. And they were odd angles. Like a lot of them weren't just straight 45 degree. Like they'd be like weird angles. He had stairway stairs that went to nowhere, very little natural light in the halls. A lot of your light would come from gas lights that were like widely spaced out. So very eerie, very eerie, which was probably why the um, American Horror Story made a thing off of it. Right. Aside from the killing aspect, there was locked doors everywhere that only he had the keys to. There'd be doors that opened up to walls, dead ends, secret passageway passageways with like wall panels. There would be um, in several of the rooms, large chutes that would lead to the basement, almost like a laundry chute, but they're big enough for bodies to go down. Wow. Mm -hmm. Here's an August 11th, 1895 publication of the murder house blueprints. Yes. So the, after all was said and done, he was captured. The newspaper actually, after police went in and um, investigated, the newspaper made a blueprint based off what the police reports were. Um, some of the rooms were called the, um, the hanging room, the dark room, the three bodies room. Like they named them and they're very eerie. Hunter, which room would you pay to be in? What are the, let's see what these options are again. What did you say? The hanging room? The hanging, the hanging room, uh, the dark closet, the you know, room of three corpses. If you rebuilt this building, it would be like probably sold out. The asphyxiation room. Like, 
it was don't know about that one uh yeah <laughs> don't know about that one probably get the hanging room kind of figure i want to go to the uh the mysterious closed room oh yeah Can, i can't zoom in i apologize i just can't do it yeah that's all right. um my scroll wheel doesn't work but the blind um, room. What's that what do you secret want? chamber? What's the the? Oh yeah, there's a secret chamber. The hanging secret chamber. I will say, a lot of historians believe that the newspapers would sensationalize everything, so you kind of have to take this at will of what's accurate and what's not. The five door room. Yeah, honestly, that one is <laughs> true. Police went in and they found a closet that had five doors to it, and it was like there were more doors, and it was like this. This closet had no natural light. It was completely dark. And it was like a weird, it was just very odd, which makes sense. I'm like, if you have no architectural background and you're like, I'm going to build a three-story <laughs> castle. Up. Like, of course you're going to have hallways at odd angles and really narrow. And especially if it's just like slapped together by random people in and out, it's going to be a shoddy place hey where are the the jumble can anybody zoom in on their own and uh check out the jumbled words See, in the middle if you can pull up here oh, actually yeah, but there's another one i'll also uh pull it up oh here, here it is i can you. see now I was about to say, it's yeah. trap led down secret so, chamber chap led down to secret chamber trap door leading down to secret chamber so in addition to body shoots he'd had trap doors that would open up and just fall the blind room sealed mm -hmm. room all bricked in mysterious oh, closed room shit. dummy elevator for lowering Yo, bodies the trap wow. door the leading down to the secret chamber of the sealed room all bricked in <laughs> the maze yeah you can also see where they have pictures of things uh whoops sorry about that uh you have the dark room the waiting room mm -hmm. the uh uh, is that recreation room? That's kind of okay. Well, he had little. Well, they try to include like all the things that they <laughs> yeah, he had in there. Uh, um, but in addition to this, uh, of course, he had like dead ends. He had had trap doors, and what the biggest thing the he had death that he shaft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after so, but I mean, if you think about it, if you're going to build a murder castle, a better way to dispose of the bodies where people can't see other than have all these death shafts that he just he gas you. Yeah, and that's the death shaft. Throw your body I'm, down the death shaft. I'm circling it right here for anybody watching. Yes. Um, now, he also had airtight vaults, and this is what he used quite frequently. They were soundproof and had peepholes. So if you go in there, and he actually tested this on somebody where he had them go in. He was like, scream as loud as you can, or and I'm going to scream too, and couldn't hear anything. They were completely soundproof. They wow. were, yeah, they were built for death. In the basement was where all the, or all the, and I'm using air quotes. Anybody watching? I don't think this is fun. All the fun stuff was, um, in the basement of the building, he had a furnace that was conveniently large enough to fit a body. He had an acid bath, a dissection table with a closet of surgical tools. He had a quick lime pit, and a lot of the death shoots that you see would mm -hmm. lead to the quick lime. So he's unfortunately very efficient. And where, he built this. And keep in mind, all of his employees, right. he would have somebody build a room and then mm -hmm. fire them. Build yep. another room and fire them. So nobody really... What's this guy's quit for? Yeah, Don't worry no, about no, it. You're fired. Yep. No no contractor would know what the other part of the house was, or, or not the house, but the hotel, what the mm -hmm. other room was, what the, where those stairs go to. That's crazy. 
Exactly. Um, And again, you think like people would ask more questions, but so much was going on in Chicago at the time. They're like, yeah, yeah. Is it standing? Cool, cool, cool. Let's move on to our next mm-hmm. building. Like, yeah, it was we'll just, worry about it after. The yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Like, it, they just were so focused on building so much up of Chicago for the World Fair. They really weren't putting so much attention to things that needed to be. Like, if, if an inspector came in and noticed these things, it would have been shut down. It would mm-hmm. act like it was today's world, though. But, yeah, know? it's just the right. And, game. again, he's presenting himself as a well-to-do. I'm well-dressed. I have a mustache and a hat. I, I won't do geez. anything wrong. Yeah. I smell like dick cheese. Like, <laughs> I won't do anything wrong. So it's like, you know, so they're not going to go ask a lot of questions. <laughs> it's just one of those things. So um, another thing he had in the basement was a stretching table, like one of those medieval body stretching tables that he called the electricity determiner. That's kind of scientific. Yeah. He wanted to see how far that's he could not, stretch that's people not on out. Here. You can't see it on the stream right here. But yeah, uh, he would no, stretch can't. people out. Okay. Wow. So, um, but again, Peter's loving this. Look at him. Yeah. Just, yeah. just chill out. Okay. That was straight. That <laughs> crazy. That it was a tower. You just get away with all this shit. You know, yeah. he. But he. What the weird thing is, he did. Um. But he. So again, he had the money off of the dead friend's life insurance. He had the money off that um scam. Pharmacy. From the pharmacy of the selling out the pharmacy. He had the pharmacy and he had the money from the vaccines, but he also did take out credit. He was not planning to pay back. Um, and a lot of the creditors tried to come after him, but he was like, you know what? That's not in my name. That's in my mother-in-law's name. And they couldn't go after her. She had no money. And also too, he, he, uh, he bought a vault on credit. Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, one of the vaults he bought in his personal room that he used the most to kill people he bought um, and he bought off credit. And so the vault company, the people who gave him the vault was like, we're taking that back. You, you can't just not pay us. He's like, okay, take it back. But if you damage any part of my building, I'll sue you. He built it into the building. Right. So like you could not take it out without taking the wall down and stuff right. like that. So The only way to take it back was to take down walls. And- Therefore damaging the building therefore being sued so they had to weigh how much would it cost being sued versus how much the vault's worth you know if this guy would have never murdered anybody he'd probably be like one of the the like renowned businessmen of america that we all talk about in school i mean he just knew how to manipulate everything and everybody unfortunately every facet through building his murder house he met a guy named benjamin Peitzel. This is him. Yeah, they can see this, right? right yeah, now. I was about to say, pull it. Yeah. This there is Benjamin is. Peitzel. He does not look like he smells like Dick Cheese. He probably doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he actually probably smells like alcohol because he was an extreme alcoholic. <laughs> wow. But this is Benjamin Peitzel. Wish we'd get him on the podcast. This ugh, this is Pite Peitzel would become Holmes's like lackey like his secondhand man and everything yeah so um during the construction of his work he would test people and he would say hey random builder that person over there is my brother-in-law and he's really pissing me off and he would really help me out if you just dropped this heavy brick on his head i'll give you 50 bucks and he would see what people would do and a lot of people are like no and they leave but peitzel was a man he learned who um, actually during the construction went to jail for bad checks for writing bad checks. 
right down his alley. Yeah. And so he's like, that's my man. And so he bailed Pat Peitzel out and paid his bond with a bad chick. <laughs> wow. Classic. Yeah. And so he's like, so, and Peitzel's grateful. He's like, man, you got me out of jail. Thanks. Like, I'll do whatever you need because he's also desperate for money. He's got a wife and five kids. Oh, wow. I've also seen seven kids. So he's got a lot of kids. He's got a lot of mouths to feed. Willing to kill people. He's willing to do anything he needs to support his family. Which I will say, during all this, he's a family man. Peitzel will do what he needs to support. Well, that's nice. Which is yeah. Which is (laughs) nice. (laughs) It is nice. It was just for the money. He looks like he's cross-eyed too. Doesn't look like it. Honestly, when you don't look directly at somebody, you don't notice as much. But it's going to take that like direct look. I think. His, um, must, his mustache isn't as impressive. It's yeah. it's not. That's why he's a lackey, I think. It's just that's not right. as much of a... That's why he, he was wouldn't... second in command. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's not going to beat anybody they up for mustache They go about like, how thick the mustache is, is how important you are. Yeah. Um, the castle's built in 1891. It's, done, it's pretty much done at this point. Um, a lot of people in the area would say that they would notice a lot of people going checking in and not checking out the classic what happened to them. Uh, a oh, lot cool. of private detectives would wind up at Holmes's murder castle. Like, Hey, we've been hired by so-and-so their mother, their wife, their sister, their aunt, their so-and-so's missing. And we're led to your door. Where are they? And he would like schmooze them. Oh, I don't know. Isn't that terrible? It's, Chicago. So many people are going missing. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) They would schmooze them and they'd leave. Like, oh, what an upstanding guy. Like, a lot of people would say, like, they'd leave thinking they were best friends. He had such charisma and he was able to manipulate everybody. Um, The current location of the castle is a post office in an empty lot. Uh, What you're seeing now is where the murder castle would be. Oh, wow. It'd be kind of like where that the white the suburban is. Suburban, yeah. Do you, do you uh, have the address for this? It's the it's on six. It's the still sixty third Street, um, and it's it's still currently the. Um, uh, well, I guess I the address it. would be gone. Sixty third Street and one hundred seven sixty third Street. I actually, have a Google Maps. Seven hundred one West sixty third Street. Yeah. So honestly, where the stairs are, where you see like that building to the right, is where the post office would be now. Yeah. So uh, there was a train track that went to. If you're looking at the building to the left, and they built up the train track to make a bridge, and they mm-hmm. took that building, they took the murder castle down and put in like a. Uh, what was it? Well, metal? if you want to keep going through the pictures here, if you want to go to the next one, uh, this is a picture of oh, superimposed. Okay. So this is what it would look like if the building was still there today. You got that, Drew? You got the address? We, are we pulling it up? Ironically, yeah, uh, today it's probably equally as dangerous. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Your odds are worse outside. Um, honestly, this, <laughs> this picture was created by Adam Zeltzer, who works with the History Channel. He actually went and toured the now post office and they went in and they like went into the basement. So if you go to the next picture, um, you see some blueprints here. What's in the green is the current post office. And what's in the blue is what the murder castle, where Can it was. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so 40, see, yeah. Yeah, 40 West 63rd or something like that. This is you see a little overlap of foundations. Yeah. 
And so History Channel went in and they were trying to see if there was like still connection to the original building, if there was still a foundation. Um, there's a popular belief that shortly after Holmes was eventually caught, which spoiler alert, he's caught. But the murder house was caught on fire and burned to the ground. But that's actually not true. A part of the building did burn, but it remained standing until about the 1930s. And then it was bulldozed down for the sake of building this post office that you see today. Right. So none of it really remains. Um, and even imagine, the, yeah. I was going to say, imagine just like working as a postal worker, I guarantee, like not even knowing what went on in that, on that piece of property that you're on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if you want, if you have Hulu, there's an episode of, and let me make sure I tell you right, because I, I watched it. Um, there's an episode, on, did, did it's you, called Haunted History Murder Castle, specifically. But they actually go into a whole episode going into this post office and touring the basement. Because the post office overlaps with the original basement. And they go in and they try to do like kind of like ghost story stuff. Yeah, so the post office blueprint yeah. that I'm showing right now is the green outline, and the murder castle is the blue outline, mm -hmm. according to the fire insurance insurance maps. So they took out a brick where it overlaps. You see that little dot mm -hmm. on the post office, probably around like you know, like something like that. If you, yeah, if you want to look at slide um, 17 on this one sure. i'm a big google person so i made a google so this is it so this is the basement of the post office which i would never want to work here look at that <laughs> but this That's is the basement funny. of the post office so um they went in and this is adam seltzer taking these pictures and if you want to look he has a website called mysterious chicago where he has all this posted and he explains a lot more in depth but um you can see to the bottom right he believes that these are the original bricks of the basement of the murder house damn wow. So I feel like we blew over the murder house because yeah, we talked about uh, the like. So what kind of stories do we have? I mean, other than the other than the rooms, mm -hmm. do we have numbers, testimonies, anything that went back to the murder house other than just uh, the murder castle, other than it just existed? Mostly, he killed his secretaries there. He would schmooze oh. and wine and dine the ladies. He would hire his secretaries. You didn't want to become Holmes's secretary. So you start talking about the balls, and you're like, "Oh, he don't pay enough." Oh, this, I'm about to ask for a raise. It's just something about those pheromones he's giving off. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, but but so basically, he'd hire these ladies that were beautiful, and like on all accounts, yeah. a lot of people would say they're just beautiful. And then they in. wind up missing. <laughs> So, um, one of them, so I'll, I'll get into some so of that's them. That's why the yeah. numbers are so skewed. You don't know. Exactly. People yeah. just end up missing and you just have to assume he took them out. You, you assume that. Yes. Because be... of everything they found in the basement. Um, and you can see some of the fire scorch marks on some of those bricks and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'll, I'll go into some of them because it's some of the most notorious stories of some of the ladies that he hired and killed. Um, one of them uh, is it concerning the the Connors, and they can I can see this right. No, not oh yet. no, okay, not yet. okay, okay, okay. So this is Julia Connor. This is like one of um, the first secretaries. Unfortunately, she doesn't get away. But um, so one day, yeah, she's absolutely beautiful. Isn't she just? She's it's a drunk, <laughs> she's gorgeous. You should say is she drunk? <laughs> no, she's just gorgeous. 
All right, so um, he's already married. Remember, like twice, already married to two women, both with a child. But that's not going to stop him <laughs> from doing his stuff. He's married to Clara Lovering with Robert over in Vermont. How do you have this much energy? How do you ha- how do you keep up with it? He's married to Murda Belknap, who lives just down the road with Lucy, his daughter. He's married twice with children. But one day, Ned and Julia Connor come into his pharmacy, and they're like, man, we come to Chicago. We're looking for work. We're looking for a place to live. Just, you know, small talk, I guess, about personal stuff. And Holmes is like, I'll totally help you out. I've got a jewelry store where Ned can work. And Julia can become a personal secretary. And you know what? I got hotels where y'all can live. It's perfect. He's not doing this out of the bottom of his heart. Julia was beautiful. Okay. Everyone was talking about how beautiful she was. (laughs) These are witnesses. Okay. (laughs) Witnesses at the time period were like, she was a knockout. Okay. So he takes them in. And um, everything's kind of fine. But then Ned starts noticing how kind of touchy-feely Holmes is being with. Yeah, very handsy with Julia. You're kind of showing her where to place that bottle in the pharmacy a little too much. He's like, like come in Berlin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, and and Ned was also noticing that Julia wasn't really pushing him off that much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, it's yeah. he's kind of like she loved the attention. What's up? When he comes to Chicago, I didn't really specify this, but when he comes to Chicago, he drops the name Mudget and adopts H. H. Holmes. Oh yeah, we should establish that. I should, should probably say that. Too long. I, I did call him Mudget a lot the first time because he <laughs> he go by Mudget, but once he came to Chicago, he became H. H. Holmes, which was Henry Howard Holmes, I believe. If I'm so did he come Holmes? We yeah. got uh, married the second time. So he was still Holmes when he married the second time. Yes. Okay. Um, and so he still goes by Holmes. Now, a lot of the reason why he went by Holmes is because it was actually a very common name back then. So it was very easy for him to be like, I'm Holmes. And like, it's like time. Smith. Like, Yo, Holmes. Everybody's a Smith. Everybody's a Holmes back then. So he chose Holmes to kind of get away with a lot more stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he, him and Julia are kind of like touchy feely each other. And Ned is not having it. And it causes a lot of strain on their marriage. Yep. They separate. Um, and so, uh, but eventually Holmes is like, you know what? I'll sell you the pharmacy, Ned. You want, oh, I'll sell you the jewelry store. I think that's what it is. I'll sell, I'll sell you one of the shops. And Ned's like, great. I'll get on my feet. This will impress Julia. She'll come back to me. But it's the same thing as the previous thing where he had, he had a lot of debt so when Ned bought it, with all the creditors were like, "You owe us all this money." He's like, "I just, I just bought this place," but Holmes had put in a lot of money. He wasn't planning on taking back, so it actually made it even worse for everybody because now they're having financial problems. Um, and so eventually, Ned, uh, Julia, and Holmes were having a full out affair, and we're not trying to hide it. They're like banging pretty much on the counter. At this point, at the at the murder castle, or? at the murder castle, right <laughs> on the first floor. Like, number two. Everybody knew about it, and so Ned's tries like one last ditch effort, like please stay with me. And she's like, "No, I'm with Holmes now." Yo, and what's I'm with Holmes, I'm with Holmes now? <laughs> and what, I'm, and so what makes it worse is that they had a daughter named Pearl, and like, so it was it was bad. And so eventually Ned left altogether. 
they start Ned and Julia file for divorce, and he wants custody of Pearl. Dude, with all these daughters and babies, I mean, what year are we at at this point? You think? I mean, you're at 1891 at least. The murder castle's done. Right. So it's 1891. You said the fair was what, 93? 93. So you're not even, the fair ain't even so gone he's having, yet. So he's doing all this. He's doing all this stuff. Right. God bless this guy's busy. Yeah. So he's married twice in an affair with somebody who's also married. Um, and so now they're at a full-on affair. And Julia's like, guess what? I'm pregnant. You have to marry me now. Dum, dum, dum. Holmes is like, I can't afford to support you and the, the child you have now and a child on the so way. I got my savings and my checking. And- I'll marry you if you get an abortion. And she's like, I'm sure he volunteered to do it. He did. <laughs> oh my god! Of course, oh my god. he did. Of course, that was another stipulation. He said, "You have to get an abortion, and I have to be the one to do it." And she's like, "Okay." Wow. <laughs> oh my god! Right, so they did it. I don't get it. Christmas Eve. What a better time oh. to do this than Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, he prepares an operating table on the second floor apartment. Um, he's like, you go ahead and get on the table. I'll put little Pearl to sleep. Oh, Lord. He gets chloroform. Sleep. And oh, no. kills Pearl while Julie's on the operating table. Puts her to sleep. To sleep. Um, chloroform, he just holds to the nose. Um, unfortunately what happens when you put chloroform is that like the body will start seizing and he kind of like, that was like his weird thing with it is like he enjoyed that part of it is that he had control over it so he puts pearl to sleep he goes to julia and does the same thing to her to put her to sleep for the operation he just puts chloroform over her face holds it down until she's dead too right too much or something so they're both dead um he puts probably little pearl's body down one of the body shoots um for julia he attempts to dissect her and um he cuts her up a little bit but he realizes it's too big a job for him so actually contacts a man by the name of charles chapel who i also found through research is kind of like a myth that it's actually a guy who goes by another name um that charles is actually the name of his son but either way he contacted this guy named chapel who's an articulator who turns bodies into skeletons he asked Charles to come out to his murder castle. He says, hey, I need you to turn this body into a skeleton. And Charles doesn't really ask a lot of questions, but he comes into this room with this body who's already kind of like been cut up. And Holmes is like, I need you to make this into a skeleton. And Charles is like, okay. okay. Yeah, I man, it's the 90s, you know, the 1890s. Medical schools are paying loads of money for bodies and skeletons of course i'll do it without questioning you oh, where it's you got like it a, from like a, like a common like yeah sure yeah i understand why you're it's doing odd this. how many people he found who went along with what he needed <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, i understand just for money yeah so this is where chapel takes julia's body um for about 35 dollars. he turns it into a skeleton and he sells it allegedly to Heinemann medical college for 200 bucks which in today's time would be around $5,000. Wow. Um, Pearl's body was not articulated, but they did find the remains of bones, again, allegedly, of a child in the basement when at the end they start investigating the murder castle. Mm -hmm. 
So they believe that could have been what happened with Pearl. And what's sad is that Ned would have taken her. Ned wanted her. Right. Damn. And that's the saddest part about it. Um, red is, residents of the that's castle. That's the saddest part. God bless. The, the children was the saddest part. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I get just that. let it's Ned like... take her. I don't think you do get that. You know? (laughs) But residents of the castle were like, hey, what happened to the person you were having a full-on affair with on the counter over here? Um, And he's like, oh, she's in Iowa now. She went to Iowa. And also, you wouldn't know her. She's gone. (laughs) Just gone. So did did Ned try and figure out what happened? Or was he just kind of like... Well, they were just kind of like, you were with her and she's here. And now all of a sudden she's gone. Like what happened? Where's she at? Because people would actually stay here in this hotel who like residents and hotels. I mean, some people come in and out and some people were just permanent residents who just stay. And so they would become familiar with some of the things. Yeah. So they were just probably in the hotel, just watching the show. Like, Oh, have you seen what Ned did? Like eating their popcorn. Real housewives. Yeah. Holmes edition. And so they're like, what happened with where'd Julian Pearl go? Oh, she's in Iowa now with Pearl. Um, family matters. And also, we never had a sexual encounter. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, he denied any of yeah. any of that, even though it was very known that he did this. Um, and a new family would move into the room where they were staying, and all Pearl's and Julia's clothes were still there. Dishes are still in the sink. Like, like they like they're about to walk through the door. And they're like, What what what's all this? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, well, they had to leave real suddenly. Just don't worry about it. Like, just, you can throw it out. It was just weird. Like, they just left and are gone. He's like, they're in Iowa. And this is a trend of his. Oh, she's in California now. Oh, she's Mm -hmm. in Iowa. They're just gone. They're just gone. Um, But then Peitzel, remember uh, Benjamin Peitzel, his little lackey. Yep. He goes out of town um, and finds a woman who's just gorgeous. Her name's Emmeline Sagrand. Um, and he, while he's out of town and he's Yikes. like, Oh wow. <laughs> Holmes would love this Wolf. lady. So, <laughs> that looked like Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> but this is how much of a lackey Peitzel was. He said, Holmes would love this lady. I'm going to tell, Pol- I'm going to tell him about her. So when he comes back into Chicago, he's like, Holmes, you need to reach out to this girl. She's beautiful. You'd love her. So without even seeing what she looks like, Holmes reaches out to her and he's like, I'll double your salary of what you're making now if you come out and work for me. And she does, because who wouldn't? Yeah, look at her. She's desperate. (laughs) So she comes out and she starts working for Holmes and Holmes is like, Damn, Peitzel, you right. She's gorgeous. Damn, dude. Damn, Peitzel. And so uh, Emmeline is also like, damn, Dick Cheese, you looking good. You smelling good. You looking good. I love how I can't tell where you're looking. I Look at her. You, you they sound start, just like the way she's talking right there. I mean, they start an affair. They start doing do. everything. He's publicly doting on her, taking her to lunch. They have lunch in her office. He's buying her flowers. Like it's obvious they're together. Um, but Emmeline has a cousin visit her for some reason, right again before Christmas. And, um, apparently the cousin reports that, uh, she told him she wasn't really feeling homes anymore. That she's like, I just don't know if it's really going to work out. And so, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Too much cheese. And so um, Emmeline, um, so the cousin leaves and goes back home and it's before Christmas and Emmeline's like, I'm going to visit my family for Christmas, but she never makes it. She doesn't come to Christmas. All of a sudden she's gone too. And when asked about this, like, where'd Emmeline go? Like you were obviously having an affair with her. And he's like, no, 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 no. She left to go get married with her fiance. And everybody's like, what? All right. So back up, please explain that. And, and uh, so what? Okay. So Emmeline <laughs> was going to go home for Christmas. Right, right, right. Her family's okay. expecting her. Okay. She never makes it. Okay. Doesn't make it. All right. She never made it. She told her cousin she wasn't feeling homes anymore. Okay. And so the cousin's already aware of, she doesn't really like him yeah, anymore. So, so chances are she's not married. She probably doesn't want to be with him anymore. Right. She doesn't show up for Christmas. And all of a sudden, the residents of the castle notice that she's just not around anymore okay. either. Okay. So she's just gone. And so they ask Holmes, where did she go? And Holmes, probably what's confusing you out of the, out of the blue is like, yeah. oh, she just, just got engaged thing. and she's married now. Like just she went to go lie. get just engaged and go lie. another See, lie. That, yeah, that shows yeah. you would you would have fallen for it. Lance. I would have. I'd you like, would have. Good for her. Oh <laughs> yes. Oh, oh she lives. I'm great so happy for her. Back. But that's what's so confusing about him. Like just out of the oh, she was engaged and now she's married and gone. I, I put too much trust in people. I mean, if that's my flaw, you know, I gotta live with it. But then some of the residents were like, but you just <laughs> But you were just eating. Right, right, right. But you yeah, were just like, doing you, you her. Were, it, that was y'all were just a thing. Say. Like that was gonna be your third wife, and uh... y'all were just a thing. No, 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 no. That never happened. You don't know what you're talking about. She's married now to somebody, and I gone. Saw you, I saw yeah. you impale her. <laughs> <laughs> um, she loves cheese. She, she, she's actually one of the deaths he confesses to. Oh, okay. so I'll go ahead and tell you what he says happened. He, according to Holmes himself, um, she was kind of talking to somebody else and was almost planning to marry somebody else. And he didn't like that. So he got her into basically forced her into one of the airtight vaults in his, well, the airtight vault in his personal room and closed the door and just left her there to die. Wow. And it was a very slow. The vault that we talked about. It was the that vault. Was paid on credit that he stopped yes. paying. That he threatened the company. That was installed his in his rooms. So he said that he just shoved her in there and just waited for her to die. She ran out of oxygen. She ran out of food. It would have been a very slow, agonizing. You just die in there. Um, I'm sure there's worse ways good. in the murder castle to go than the than the, than the vault. You just waiting for death. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty bad. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's hard to say. I mean, it is hard. I don't knowing know you're just there and you have to wait. It looks like, but I can imagine the murder castle had some tricky stuff. I'm just there. not going to go to Chicago. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, Chicago. I mean, there. So I get my own hot dog here. You know. And even yeah. though you have to question, <laughs> you have to question some of the stuff he reference. says. <laughs> yeah, that is Something kind of. Else, bad. You know. Um, this one actually has some truth to Big it because dish. the police when they were doing their investigations of the murder castle, when they went into this vault, they actually saw within the enamel of the vault, an indention oh. of a woman's shoe print where she would have oh, been man. kicking that Damn. you can't wipe off. Like it's embedded in the enamel of this vault. And they knew it was a woman's. It was a woman. Yeah. Because of the way the shoe was fit and stuff like that. It was a woman's footprint specifically like in the side of the vault. Um, 
after she was dead, he contacted Chapel, articulated the body. The skeleton was sold to LaSalle Medical School for the same amount of price. So he's wow. making profit off these dead bodies. He's, he's like, able he's to. Like, it's like he's like he's yeah. got this he's vertically got this. integrated company going where he just you know. Yeah, that's his business. You know, he's not. You ever seen War Dogs with the guns? He's like contract. Well, he's not contracted, but he's just providing bodies instead of guns. He's getting what he wants out of them mm-hmm. and getting money out of them. That's unbelievable. Dude. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, but it's it's not even over. And he never even did car sales. I want to hear about his car sales uh, days. <laughs> shyster, man. Um, he meets another woman, Minnie Williams. Is this who I have right here? This is Minnie. Yeah. You know what's kind of um She's really rude? Is oh. that people would comment that Minnie, out of all his other women, that she was the one who was kind of like, ew. Well, you know, he's getting up in age. It's Look, been a couple months. I would say out of all of all of them, I think Minnie's the most attractive. But they were like, he's she's not her type. She was she had full cheeks. Like she just wasn't very attractive. We have a doctor on right here. Let's let's see what this says. Yeah, probably had a lot of ways, uh, but I don't know if anything would really be worse than that. I mean, you're just, uh, oh my gosh, the logo gets in the way every time. Let's get this logo off yeah. the screen here. Just waiting <laughs> at least eight to nine days to die, and the only reason it's short is because you died of dehydration well before starvation. Mm-hmm. That has to be absolutely terrible. You just sit there for almost two weeks knowing that death is imminent. Yeah. Fuck and that, the whole bro. time trying to kick your way out. I will say what... Um, Unfortunately, like, sped it up. So she wasn't in there for like two weeks. It was airtight. So she was also running out of oxygen. Right. So I call it a vault, but it was very, very small. I mean, think of it as a closet. So what a lot of people think believe of it like, is like that asphyxiation is what would have gotten her. Like, she would have run out of oxygen before she would have starved to death. Because I thought the same thing. Like she's just starving to death. But what really happened is they run out of oxygen and they suffocate to death. Is what really happens in that vault. Because it's air, there's no air getting in or out. That's a bad way to go. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, he meets Minnie Williams previously before he ever built the murder castle at a dinner party in Boston. And she, at that point, had already inherited millions. I mean, look at that choker necklace. Millions of dollars. She's from um, Mississippi, right? Do what? She's from Mississippi, right? She is. She's from Mississippi. She's a Mississippi girl. Wow. Yes. Um, her parents died at a very young age. She had a younger brother, a younger brother and sister. Um, and they all were kind of separated. She went to go live with an uncle who was very wealthy and took very good care of her, sent her to finishing school. Um, and when he died, he left her with all of his land and all of his money, all of his inheritance, which was, she was very wealthy before she even left finishing school. Um, and it was in the middle of finishing school that she met Holmes at this dinner party. But she didn't meet him as H.H. Um, H. Holmes. She met him as Henry or as other sources would say, like Harry Gordon. Um, and he starts doting on her after learning about how wealthy she is. Oh, yeah. So it's not what they physically look like. It's financially. What right. They look like. He's got to keep his his, his his drug addiction. He loves just it. killing. So um, he showers her with attention that she's not used to getting because back in the day, apparently she wasn't physically what people were going for. Don't say that. She looks like I charm. thought she was gorgeous. Compared <laughs> let's to put it back up here. I let's, mean, she let's looks see what the commenters beautiful. Think. On a one to ten. Would you do it? 
or I shouldn't say that. Uh, but a one to ten. Um, she's pretty. She's very. I would say honestly, compared to the others, I'm not going to try to knock Clara or Emmeline or any of them. But a but it was contemporary also 19, it was early 19. Clara and Emmeline and Murda were like top of the. You're like your tens. I want to say and she's Murda a, was. I want to say I mean, she's and, a. Uh, she's she's a. Uh, you know, she's not smiling. So it's hard to say. I would say she's a four point seven. If we did something different with the hair. That was the, uh, that's the stock. You know what? The middle parts come is already back. She's got a really good personality, I'm sure. I'm not going with the middle <laughs> part. You know what? Mississippi girl, all the way. Go ahead, Murda. Um, I'll keep going to Murda. This is Minnie. Um, but Minnie loved A.J. Holmes, who she thought was Henry Gordon. Um, like, she loved him. Like, loved that he was giving her so much attention loved the cheese like just loved all of oh, it my. but she wasn't committing to him quick enough and she just ghost he ghosted her and just went back to chicago and left her and didn't contact her anymore wow there's like was done like you're not trying to marry me fast enough i'm done i'm not gonna spend any more time on you i'm i'm leaving and he goes back to chicago so she made she made it out alive or well, not well oh, too soon bro <laughs> unfortunately after finishing school, she goes to Colorado, tries to make it there, really doesn't, but then never forgets about Holmes. So she moves to Chicago mm, and mm, she mm. reaches out to Holmes and she's like, Hey, <laughs> remember, <laughs> well, remember she sounds me? like that. She's now at 4.7 <laughs> to like a 2.3. Remember me? <laughs> and conveniently, this is kind of like right at when Emmeline would have died. And Holmes is like, Yeah, girl, I do. I remember you. You're that one with all the millions of dollars of inheritance. And she's like, yes, it's me, Minnie Williams. That's me. It's me. So pretty much immediately, he's right back onto schmoozing her and buying her all the things, having her move into the uh, murder Mm -hmm. castle, promising to marry her. Old Mississippi sliced comments. You know. uh, Want some Mississippi Minnie. (laughs) <laughs> but many many notices that Holmes isn't exactly faithful and catches him several times canoodling with random ladies. Um, but instead of, you know, stop sleeping around, he has a buzzer installed that would let him know when Minnie's on, about to go into the room so he oh can my. stop what he's doing. Oh my God. So he never stops what he's hour. doing. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much an old fashioned motion detector. They have, they plan a wedding and they have a fake wedding. Um, Minnie doesn't know it's a fake wedding because he's already married to Murda in the state of Illinois. So he can't legally marry Murda, Murda again in Illinois. He still has Clara with more Robert. So has Murda with Lucy and now has fake married Minnie Williams. And this guy's murdering people on the side. Does, yeah. uh, does Murda get murdered? <laughs> Murda. Sorry. Does not get murdered. She's actually like Clara, another survivor. Um, That's so, ironic that she didn't get mur- murdered. I murdered. thought the same thing. I thought it was the name that attracted him, but no, I don't know. The money. I guess so. Gotta follow um, the money. Gotta follow the money trail. And so uh, he marries William, uh, Minnie Williams um, and has a, like a reception. Like guests are invited. They do the whole sh- shebang, the ceremony. But it's not legitimate, and Minnie doesn't know this. So as soon as they're married, he's like, "Okay, um, Murda, I'm gonna put um, you're gonna put your whole estate of inheritance into my name. 
Um, and you're going to go ahead and sell $3,000 worth of the money of the inheritance and go ahead and send me the money of it. Like he starts real quick going, put this in my name, put this in my name, give me this money, do this for me and do this for me. Um, yeah. And Not she's just good. like, okay, sure. So now it's 1893, the actual year of the world fair. And Minnie Williams has signed over her entire inheritance to H.H. Holmes. So all this is going on. Wow. We just got to the world fair. Yeah, just now. Wow. So like this is he's like he's a con man. And um and so now he has an automatic three thousand dollars because Minnie sold a portion of her estate for the three thousand dollars that now he has. And he has she put the the name of the estate, and honestly, it's too much to get into. There's aliases and secondhand men and like all this stuff, but basically it's in HH Holmes' name. Right. Um and and Peitzel's involved with this as well. Like he knows what's going on. He's involved with this too. Um, she has no clue what's going on. She has no idea that what exactly the lengths of what she's done of hmm. signing it over to him. In August, on August 13th of night of 1893, there's a fire in the murder castle. There's a Ooh, fire. Yeah, Many of the residents thought that Holmes did it himself. And you're like, why would they think that? Well, because the day before the fire, he moved all his stuff out of the way. Like <laughs> the day of the fire, he's taken all and everything, the fixtures, doorknobs, light, like everything, furniture oh out of the way, conveniently where the fire was, because they all heard it. It was on the third floor. And then conveniently, he left town the day the fire started. Didn't even care. He left town, so he wasn't around when it started. Then they all say, we heard, we smelled tar, like burning tar, and saw the tar dripping, and then the fire started. So Holmes was planning on getting insurance money out of the fire, um, and the fire inspector was like, who came and inspected it afterwards, was like, yeah, he, he totally did this on purpose. Like, this is arson. And he was going to get money out of it or try to. And so all this was happening um, at the same time that um, so they're starting to process this of his arson of trying to basically figure out why, like how this happened and how he did it. Um, and in the meanwhile, Minnie's little sister, Nanny, came to visit homes and Minnie for the World Fair. She mm -hmm. wanted this is Minnie's little sister. She comes to visit them for the World Fair. Um, and she's actually the picture of her on slide 21. Um, oh, this is her. And for, this is Nanny Williams. That is Minnie Williams. All right, fellas, sister. won the 10. No, I'm just kidding. No <laughs> this is the little sister. <laughs> that looks um, like Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> During this time, Minnie's away in Milwaukee. And while she's gone, Nanny and Holmes go to the World Fair. There's witnesses who claim to have seen them together. They go back to the murder castle um, and she's never seen alive again. Um, people speculate that he tried to get with her and she was kind of like not for it. He um, eventually also says, yeah, I forced her into that airtight vault and suffocated her and she died. Um, and this is while Minnie's out. He would try to blame the death of Nanny on Minnie. Like event, like at first he tried to say, 
Minnie killed her sister because she came back from Milwaukee and thought we were doing it and we weren't. And so she beat her sister with a chair. In a jealous rage. In a jealous, just fit of rage. So he's trying to get out of it. So he tried to blame Minnie on her sister's death. And it, that's not what happened. Over him. Over him. Over yes, him. I'm just so attractive. I mean, that's conceitedness coming out. Yeah. Of course. Like, of course they would fight. That's believable, right? I mean, you know. He, um... <laughs> The, the police officers. I mean, you could you could see oh, that, yes. right? Oh yes, the ladies, the ladies, always <laughs> jealous. <laughs> they were fighting. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They just <laughs> need oh. Um, and he said, "Yeah, the she." Futurama guy. And I, I helped her uh, get rid of Nanny's body. We threw her into uh, Lake Michigan, and then I told her, "I, I can't live with you anymore after what you've done. You must leave." And she just went to Europe and she left. That's why she's not here anymore. She this is did. what happened, according to Holmes. Um, what really happened is that um, <laughs> Minnie comes back. He has her quickly sign away um, the rest of her property and also the life insurance of her brother and her and Nanny. And then he does the same thing to Minnie and throws her in the vault and kills her as well. Life insurance. All for life insurance. So now he yeah, has, yeah, yeah. he can collect the life insurance on Nanny. Minnie and their brother. The guy that started even, off with that. He's not even involved. Like, who's not even involved. So a lot of people will speculate that he went and killed the brother and collected the life insurance on him as well. And like killed a whole set of siblings. Wow. It's just insane. Yeah. I just, I just don't get how you have the time and the, what? I guess if that's all you do. I mean, if that's your job, like he's, yeah, if it's your job. I mean, right, you know, if that's how you get paid. What's weird is that unlike other serial killers, like that was almost like his side hustle. His main thing was getting the money out of all of it. It wasn't, yeah, he might've gotten off on the killing part, but the main thing was I want the money. I'm not, I want to get your life insurance. I want to get what I can out of this. Mm -hmm. All this does start to catch up with him. The arson, the missing of many, like all this stuff. People are like, creditors and debtors like people it's all starting to catch up with them because it's after the world fair now they're trying now to it's in. like too many private investigators are coming to you like too many people are missing like this is kind of weird there's getting suspicious and holmes is now um no longer living in the murder castle he's moving from apartment to apartment around the area to evade all the creditors and he's moving from apartment to apartment with like different aliases He's um, so-and-so cook here. He's so-and-so Campbell here. He's so-and-so here. Like he's always using different aliases, mm -hmm. which is why it's so difficult to track him down. Um, so eventually this one investigator does and is able to track him down to this one apartment. Um, and he's able to find homes and say, we'll give you the payout for the arson if you come sit down with us and meet with us. So it's like, oh, yes, money. I will come sit down with you and meet with you. But really, it's like an interrogation. How did this happen? It's like an interview process. We know you did this. We have proof of this. And they have them with them. And he's like, you know what? You caught me. I did this. But Holmes also knows they have one year of the fire to nail him down for it. And it's already been a couple of months. So all he has to do is evade them for a couple more months and he's off scot-free. He doesn't have to worry about it. So he's like, let me go ahead. And um, they get all this paperwork done and stuff like that. And he's like, oops, I messed up this paperwork. I didn't do it right. 
So it takes another meeting, a couple more months, all this stuff. And eventually he heads out of town and he's gone and they never, they don't, they can't find him after that. Um, He goes to Denver after this. So he's kind of left the murder castle. And a lot of people so focus so much on this murder castle, but there's so much more to him that like he goes other places and does other terrible things. So like the murder castle is only a small part of him. Uh, he goes to Denver and marries another woman that <laughs> <laughs> um, that he oh my this is Georgiana uh, Yoke. <laughs> Oh. Um, and Georgiana Yoke, in all accounts, is the most gorgeous out of all the I can women. See that he's I can been. See that. She's yeah. a, what people call buxom and dewy. Uh, is that? Are we talking pigs or what? Are we? I mean, <laughs> call it what you will. Apparently, those are tra- attractive attributes. Is to be buxom and I mean, dewy. Maybe when she stands up, and walks off. Uh, I mean, she also had large eyes, apparently, that people were really into. I don't know. But Georgiana Yoke was lived in Denver. She was 24 and she had he had been talking with her and corresponding with her while married to Murda and Clara. And all the rest. And many. I can't keep up with this guy. (laughs) I know. It's too how does he keep up with himself? I don't know. So after he kills Minnie and Nanny and to evade everybody, <laughs> he goes to Denver and he marries Gio- Georgiana Yoke. Donk a donk. <laughs> I guess. She I was guess. known around that town. And um, he legally marries her because, thing- I mean, it's a new state. So this is this would be wife like three and a half if you could think of like Minnie's uh, not a legitimate marriage. Guys, no, I don't know. Um, but... Georgiana would be the third one to survive. I'll go ahead. Spoiler alert. She survives him. Um, but she, again, was possibly going to be victim if right. he could get around to it. She had an, inher- an inheritance um, from a grandmother who died m- over 100 acres and a farm in Indiana. Wow. So he was like, yes. Hello, Georgiana. I see beauty. Um, when she turned 25, she would get all of the inheritance. So all he had to do was wait for her to turn 25 before she got all of it. And he could just kill her off and get it. Um, And so she, um, he told her, Hey, I have land in Texas, AKA Minnie's inheritance that was in Texas and land. That was her stuff that he killed and now had. And he's like, let's move to Texas and kind of wait out till you turn 25. Um, Peitzel also moves to Texas with them. Um, and Peitzel moves before they get there. And he starts getting ready the land for a second murder castle in Fort Worth, Texas. What a good, what a good lackey. What a great lackey. He, and, and you know what's even better? He goes with his like eight-year-old son, Howard, and kind of, I guess, is teaching him the way of things yeah. of the family business. Come on, Howard. Come on, oh, eight-year-old God. Howard. Let me show you how this is done. We're going to go prepare this a lot for a murder house for our boss. Now, this is the hotel that we thought was still standing for a while. I thought it was still standing. We were already it's planning our, 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 our uh, room test date was already planning a trip. We were, we were booking it. And when we went to go book the room, we realized it's not there right anymore. It's not there. Damn. Um, Georgiana and Holmes shortly follow. Um, they, the, the construction's the same as it was in Chicago. 
it's pitch milled together, like some here, some there. He paid some people money. He didn't pay some people money, but it's kind of like the same aspect. That seems like that's the lifestyle. I wonder how many people actually did that back in the day. Like if it was just him or if it was really every builder in Chicago. And that was just because of the fair. You know, if it was just a common practice, but we focus on that with him because he, he obviously was caught. killed everybody. Makes you, makes you want to go tour some houses. Chicago, go um, toward your houses. Let us know if there's any <laughs> secret <laughs> doors in your closet. Um, beware. Yikes. If there's any uh, stairway, stairs leading to nowhere. Yeah, no kidding. So while the castle's being built, Holmes and Pitesville can't just wait around. There's too many schemes to be had. Too many. But Texas wasn't the place to do this scheme. They bought horses with bad checks and immediately turned around and sold them before the people found out they were bad checks. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's normal. Yeah. So, um, but they were like, not in Texas. You're not uh, going to do that to us. And this was really the beginning of his downfall was immediately. People were like, Texas. you can kill all the people you want in Chicago, but you're not going to steal our horses in Texas. Damn right. Um, and so before Texas became all awesome. this, this is really what started the spotlight on homes. They're like this guy, like what's going on with him. Um, and what you see on your screen, I didn't explain this. Um, Pratt was one of his aliases. So he didn't mm. build this under the name of homes. He built it under the name of like, Pratt. So it was known as the Pratt building, but it was going to be his second murder castle. Would y'all have stayed there for a dollar 25 a day? Yeah, after it this, was top of the line, man. Best I dollar, been dollar twenty-five a day. <laughs> um, but um, he flees Texas. Uh, he moves to St. Louis. Um, and in St. Louis, um, under the name of H.M. Howard, he buys another drugstore. I don't understand him. It's like he has so. This is why he's so confusing, and he, there's so much convoluted well, with he, him. You know, he's a capitalist. Got to invest his money. Man, he's while his horse stuff didn't work out. I mean, he got some money from the horses. But they're following him, trying to find him from the horses. But he had so many aliases. Um, he buys a drugstore and he tries to do the same thing he did in Chicago. He builds up all this debt. He buys all this stuff on credit. In a different name. Under a different name. Tries to sell it. But this guy was like, notices what he's doing and, <laughs> and tells the authorities, this guy's trying to scam me. Like, there's no, there's something's up with this. Again, it's a very complicated, like legal thing of how he found out. Basically he found out that, um, ha um, Holmes had a, already had a mortgage on it and he couldn't get a second mortgage and that was illegal. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so authorities were like, all right, now we're catching on to you. So more and more starting to catch up. So then they decide we're going to fake kill Benjamin Peitzel. For insurance money. We're going to go back to the old back fake death thing. Sure. All in Philadelphia. Everybody else does. Why not? We'll just try to go back to what we think works. Um, so they, so he tells the whole Peitzel family, we're going to fake kill Benjamin here. And we're going to get the money from it. We're going to split it all 50-50-50. It's going to be great. It's going to work. Um, and so, but what happens is they eventually catch Holmes on this scheme to try to uh, sell the pharmacy. And he actually goes to jail for like two weeks and he's actually caught that's, for that's it. That's too long. So he, <laughs> he goes to jail for two weeks. Georgiana pays bail. They get out. They immediately try to go to Chicago. A cop catches them. You're going back to jail. Cause you can't flee 
after you're being bonded. So he goes back to jail. So it's like this. He's, he's crazy. The second time he's in jail, um, he starts networking with the criminals. And he's trying to like be like, hey, I'm doing the scheme. I'm doing that scheme. Do you want to be involved? Do you not? Yeah. Um, he meets a man named Marion Hedgepath. He's trying to start like a mafia in Texas. He's just a crazy guy. Is, is, he's this is in St. Louis. This is St. Louis. You know, he goes from Chicago to Fort Worth to St. Louis. And he's in jail in St. Louis. Wow. Meets Marion Hedgepath, who's like, I can't help you because I'm in jail for 25 years. But I know a lawyer who can help you with this fake death thing. You can contact him when you get out of jail. And he's I'll like, yeah. Trust a lawyer. Thanks. I'll do that. He says, I'll give you 500 bucks for helping me out when I do this scheme. And Hedgepath is like, yeah, cool. Thanks. But I'm in jail for 25 years. There's not much I can do with it. Um, so Peitzel, while um, Holmes is in jail, goes to Philadelphia to prepare for his own fake death. Starts up a patent business. Um, and he's doing all that stuff. Georgiana bails Holmes out for a second time. Um, and then they make their way to Philadelphia. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Who is this? This is Carrie Petz Peitzel. This is Benjamin's wife. Carrie Whoa. Peitzel <laughs> is the one they said, we're going to fake your husband's death and we're going to give you half of the life insurance pro um, policy the, for and it. And that's probably the face she made. Probably like, like Chris yeah. Kattan. Say what? <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is Carrie Peitzel. Um, and so Peitzel goes ahead of Holmes to Philadelphia, buys a business, um, and starts getting ready to fake die. Holmes eventually meets him out in Philadelphia, and he gets there, and then Peitzel tries to back out. Um, oh, mistake. That's mis a mistake. Yeah. But unfortunately, remember we said Peitzel was a family man? Mm -hmm. His youngest son, who's like an infant, was sick. And Carrie Peitzel, who you just saw, was like, you got to come home and help me care for him. Like, he's sick, sick. And Peitzel's like, I, I can't do this right now. Like, we got to put a hold on it. I got to go take care of my son. Like, I can't do this right now. And Holmes is like, oh, hell no. You made a commitment. You're doing it. Mm -hmm. Over your actual dead body or not, you're doing this. We're doing this. So... Uh, Peitzel was a heavy drinker. He was an alcoholic. And so under all this stress of his son being sick, his wife telling him to come back home, Holmes putting all this pressure on him, he starts drinking heavily. And one day, Holmes comes in on him, like passed out drunk. And Holmes says, this is my perfect opportunity. I'm going to kill him. So he ties up Peitzel's second second man. This is his second right man. man who's done this all this stuff like for him. Brother, his brother. Yes, he doesn't care. He wants the money. So he ties up his hands, ties up his feet. He pours like flammable liquid all over him. He um, throws stuff all around the room to make I'm it on, look I'm like. We're close my ears. I'll keep talking. Okay. He throws all stuff all over the room, like willy nilly. Um, he pours chloroform down Peitzel's throat while he's all like sleeping and stuff. And then he gets a match. And lights the dude on fire. So he burns alive to death. Um, he lights another match. lets it go out to look like it already been burned. He puts a flammable liquid by Peitzel. And so his whole alibi will be, or his whole plan will be, Peitzel accidentally made an explosion. Well, he drank too much. He drank too much. Yeah. He lit a pipe 
close to a flammable liquid and it exploded in his face. And alcohol in his breath. He look at like the chlor, like all this stuff. Like he inhaled all the, like, look at all this stuff. Like it just, it's an accident. It's look science. at all the stuff thrown it's around science. the room. Yeah. He was, he was in the splatter zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and honestly, like it worked like the police, his body was found. The police came and they're like, this was obviously an accidental explosion of this man. Um, Whose name is on his life insurance? But oh, H. H. Holmes. Let's contact him and let him know that it's, that this person is Perfect. dead. Everything's here. Perfect. It, it all lines up. This is and it, it works. Except the coroner is like, no, this was not an accidental explosion. This chloroform in this guy's stomach. If he had inhaled it, which was Holmes's, I think, like purpose is like, oh, he inhaled it by accident. Like it's just like a weird thing he inhaled while this explosion happened. Um, it's in his stomach. It would have irritated the lining of his stomach if he was alive, but there's no irritation of the lining stomach. It was in, it was like ingested in his stomach, like after death. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is suspicious. It's not conclusive. Very sus. It's very sus. It's not conclusive with, with like an actual explosion. Like something's weird about this, but, um, it was deemed like unsolvable. No, it was an explosion. Let's bury him. And he was buried in like in a potter's grave. Like nobody knew who he was. Um, but eventually they're like, they, they had found out again, it's very convoluted, but they found out it was Peitzel. They contacted Holmes and he's like, Oh, um, Carrie Peitzel's wife. Um, your husband is fake dead. Uh, we need you to go claim his body. His fake death. It's not really him. It's a fake dead body. Remember our fake death insurance thing? Oh, my Heitzel's God. really alive, but he's in hiding. This is a total fake body. You need to go claim the body so we can get the life insurance. But Carrie's like, I'm sick. I can't go. Let's take our 14-year-old daughter to go claim this mutilated body oh for me. God. So Alice Peitzel goes to claim the body. Um, and it's horrific. I mean, she's 14 year olds and it's a burned body and she looks in the mouth of Peitzel and she's like, yeah, that's my dad. That is my dad. Like, that's my dad. They're like, okay, here's your insurance money. Um, but they do become very suspicious of Holmes where they're like, this is just really weird because Holmes was like, we need the money now, like right now, not a waiting process because her, the family's so poor. They're just poor Mm -hmm. people. They need the money now, but it was all just really suspicious. Um, and so he goes back, um, and during all this time, the lawyer that the criminal had set him up with, his name is Jephthah Howe or Jephthah Howe. He was making up and drafting up these plans to make Holmes the power of attorney over the Peitzel family. So he did get all the money from it. Basically he paid off Jephthah Howe, like $2,000 for his drafting up this stuff he kept like 7,000 of the life insurance and gave Car- Carrie Peitzel like $500. He killed her husband and gave her $500 for it. Wow. Um, and then told well, her he's alive. How much is that today's, today's money? <laughs> a lot. I mean, if $200 equates to like over $5,000. I would say not worth it. Who's this fella? That's Marion Hedgepath. That's the inmate he met who told him about the crooked lawyer. Oh, okay. He okay, actually okay, comes okay. back into the story because he gets a little pissed. Um, but anyway, so um, Holmes goes back to St. Louis to care. Cro- that's the crooked lawyer. This is the crooked lawyer. This is Jeff the Howl. He's an asshole. Um, that's Alice, the 14-year-old on the left, if you can see her. 
Nellie and unfortunately Howard also come into play um, because Peitzel, um, he's dead now, but he, but Holmes tells Carrie, oh, he's still alive, but he's in hiding. Yeah. And Carrie freaks out and she's like, I only have $500 after this. And I have like five kids to take care of while my husband is in hiding. And those are air quotes. Um, how the hell am I going to do this? And Holmes says, oh, well, I'll take two more of your kids off your hands. I'll take Nellie and little Howard for you. And then oh, you don't have to no. worry about feeding so many mouths. She's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> thanks. And so <laughs> now um, he says, you know what, Carrie, you go on and um, Peitzel's waiting for you over there um, in, where does he tell her? You can go meet up with him somewhere. Uh, where is it? Basically this this place this is what i'm showing right now the bearded it's hole. just insane oh that's after he's caught um he puts the children on a plane on a train to detroit and he says you can this is when he starts taking carrie and the kids literally all over the country this is when he starts spiraling like literally out of control because people are starting to catch on to him um and so he says benjamin peitzel your husband's waiting for you alive and well in detroit carrie go meet him and so he goes to Detroit. He sends Carrie to Detroit. And he's like, oh, Benjamin, you just missed him. He's not here anymore. Like, we found out that the cops are after us. So we, we had to leave. He's not here anymore. So now he's in Toronto, Canada. He's waiting for you in Toronto. He's there. Go there to be with him. So Carrie goes to Toronto. Um, Holmes takes him and the kids to Toronto. And it's in Toronto that he actually, um, he rents a house and he takes little Howard into the house and little Howard. basically he, um, he feeds little Howard some poison, kills him and buries him at this rental house in Toronto. That kid right there. Eight year old Howard. Um, when police went back to investigate this house, they found like cyanide, wolf Spain, um, all these kind of like poisons and toxins and stuff. Um, Peter, you ever tried any of those? <laughs> it's negative. Um, you hallucinate. <laughs> it's bad. Um, and so then he tells um, the kids, uh, he tells Carrie and the kids, he's like, oh, you know what? Benjamin's not here. Um, he's now in Montreal. So go to Montreal. He's there. He's waiting for you in Montreal. I promise he's there. Goes to Montreal. Oh, you just missed him. Now he's in New York. So he's literally taking her all over the place, but also kind of traveling with her um, without her even knowing and the children. And the children are like so stressed out. We don't know where our brother is now. We want, we don't know where our dad is. We want to go be back with our parents. So they're stressing out. Um, and it's just, it's turned into like a shit show. Um, and so then he gets to New York with Carrie and he's like, Oh, you know what? He's back in Montreal. And it's just, it's literally all over the place. She goes back to Montreal. How long is that guy? It, it's for several months. It's actually for about a, over a two month span. She travels from Detroit to Toronto, to Montreal, to New York, to Vermont, back to Montreal, like literally all over the place, trying to reunite with her husband who she thinks is still alive, yeah, trying true. to reunite with her kids who she's just, she's desperate. She's like, where's my family? And he's the he only one who knows. Um, I believe it's in Detroit where he takes the other two girls 
and somehow gets them into a trunk, like a huge traveling trunk. He's cut a hole into the back of the trunk and inserted a like a gas, a gas pipe and mm-hmm. has gassed them in the trunk and kills them. Oh my God. Buries them in the basement of this rental house. So now they're dead. So he's basically slowly killing this family off one by one. Of a second hand. I mean, his his right hand man. Of his of this guy of who did everything for him. Right. Same thing that happened when he was uh when that one guy vouched for him in medical school. Right. Yeah. Right? And then, exactly. And then the one guy that vouched for him, he got he, he and then he came back and said while well, I was shaking the dude's hand and said, Hey, I actually did. Do the stuff you thought I did. And, totally uh, did it. You stood then, up for me for no reason. Got him. Yeah, Thanks. Got him. Graduated. Like, you can't. This guy's. He doesn't care. Um, and, he almost yeah. feeds off of it. He feeds off. It's weird. And so people. honestly, like a lot of people focus on the murder castle, but he did so much fucked up shit. It's like, what? It's nonstop. But, and even why? Like you have the money from killing Peitzel. Literally, all you have to do is abandon Carrie as much as, as sad as it is to say. And she'd never know where you went. Just leave him. Like, why are you stringing her along all this time? Um, and One honestly, it is. And this is what leads to his downfall because the investigators over Peitzel, this insurance company's like, this is just so fishy. They hire an investigator. Oh, now they're asking questions. <laughs> who, who hires the Pinkertons? Uh-oh. If you know about the Pinkertons during this time, they're like the guys. The Morgan, the Morgan, the Morgan, the Morgans. They're like they are the like they're equivalent to like say, the FBI. Yeah, say, say they were like eight times fast. Yeah, like they didn't have regulations they had to go by. Like they just they'd find you. So now the Pinkertons, this insurance company, like they're honing in. I'm oh, sorry, they're honing in on them basically. And, and wherever he goes, they're close behind. Their slogan was "They never sleep." I believe it. I mean, I don't know how you catch a guy like Holmes with all the aliases, all this traveling that he's doing, like all these random stories, but they eventually catch up to him. Um, But unfortunately it's after he's killed Howard. It's after he's killed those girls. Um, And what happens is they meet him in Boston. He's still stringing Carrie Peitzel along. He's still like, Oh, she, he's just keep, mm-hmm. he's over there yeah, let's, now. Let's check over here. It, she's just all over the place. And um, they find him in Boston. So he heads to Boston and he's out for a walk on November 17th, 1894. He's out for a stroll for some reason. And they come, he comes face to face with the Pinkertons and the officers. They finally caught up with him and they have a warrant for his arrest and they bring him down to the station. And Carrie uh, Peitzel's also arrested. Because at first they think she's in on right. it. Right, yeah, because she's the one traveling with him. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. Um, but they soon realize that she has no clue what's going on, and she is just trying to find her husband. Um, at first she does lie, and she does say, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to find my husband. But they're aware, like, no, he's dead. Like, he's not alive been anymore. Yeah. He's been dead. And so um, basically they kind of realize that she's really got nothing to do with this. But they find um, Holmes. They also find Jeff to Hal and they get him too. Cause they're like, if he, if, if Holmes was in on this, Jeff to Hal had to be on it too, because he's the one who did all this paperwork for him. And so they bring both of them in. Um, Jeff to Hal tries to lie through his teeth. It says he doesn't, Oh, I had no idea. Yes, he did. Um, and Holmes also is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Benjamin tries to do the same thing like he did with Carrie. Oh, he's alive in Detroit. Like he's, he's totally alive. 
Um, but they realize that he's, he's not telling the truth. Um, and basically, uh, the news gets in on it and they start picking up on, Oh, we faked this man's death. And then once Texas hears about this and Chicago gets into the, like they see it, like Chicago sees the papers on him. Texas sees the papers on him. And they're like, wait, no, we know him as this person who did this. We know him as this person who did this. Everything starts coming out. Like, Oh, he had a murder castle. Oh, we tried to build a second. So oh, he stole sources. So it doesn't matter that he used all these aliases because his pictures being published. Mm -hmm. And they're like, and so everything starts coming to light. The whole thing with Minnie Williams and Nanny and all this stuff. And the journalists went in and they're trying to interview anybody they can who had anything to do with Holmes. And um, they're basically starting to sensationalize a lot of stuff, which is, again, why it's so hard to pinpoint. The women get involved. Mm -hmm everything that really happened well he's a celebrity <laughs> yeah so now they're like i totally did him and like it's just it's <laughs> just one of those me. things um people are like oh my daughter emmeline sagran had something to do with him and she's not here anymore oh julia connor had something to do with him and she's not here anymore like the pieces are starting to fall so the numbers place. going up so this is when they're like tell us about this person tell us about this person we're taking you to trial while in trial, he writes his own autobiography that you can read to this day, <laughs> um, which is that quote in the we beginning of the first episode I read to you. It comes from um, during trial. They had all these witnesses come out and testify against him. The strongest one was Carrie Peitzel. Like a lot of people were like, that's what did it in. She talked about how awful it was to just go from place to place to pay place trying thinking their husband's alive when he's not yeah, he's thinking your children are alive when they're not like she did it in a lot um and so he's found guilty and he would hang for his crimes um and in between the time of waiting to be um hanged he confessed to 27 i think it's murders. called is it called honed it's okay so <laughs> I'm joking. grammatically I'm when you're talking about a hanging the past tense is hanged, hanged. It's an but if something. you hung something up it's still hung. Like the process of hanging, yeah. it's hanged. But that's just... It's <laughs> I, I had to say it. Just... It's hanged. But either way, so he's <laughs> hanged for his crimes. His last words were, that is all. This is the last thing he said. Damn. What was his last meal? I don't know what his last meal was. I don't know it was, was curry. Going. Isn't that weird? No, I'm just kidding. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> what else you talking about? It was cheese. Yeah, blue cheese and wine. Um, so, <laughs> but while in jail, if you, if you want to pull up the bearded... Um, Holmes I had um, during the time of he's writing his autobiography, he's waiting to be hanged. Um, he grew out his beard and this is was like an artistic rendition. He should like a have newspaper done that from it. the beginning. Look at him. Look at him now. Very chiseled. and. But yeah. he was so unrecognizable that people doubted it was him. Yeah. So people thought he like escaped and that it wasn't really him and they faked they, like they killed somebody else. It wasn't him. Conspiracy from the day. Um, but his last words were that is all. The trap door releases and it doesn't break his neck instantly. And he like literally hangs and suffocates, like hangs for like 15 minutes until he's dead. Good. They left him up for like another 15 minutes and then they took him down. And he looked like this. Well, so he, <laughs> yeah. So he was buried right outside of Philadelphia in a coffin that was covered with cement. Yep. So what you see around him is the cement they had to get through Damn. to exhume his body in 2017 to do DNA testing to make sure it was really him to get rid of all the conspiracy theories that it wasn't him and he escaped. And his so, mustache, his mustache was intact. 
<laughs> Look at there it. you go. Because um, there are conspiracy You see those cross-eyed? You see the cross-eyed little socket there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what you see around him is the cement they covered him with, which was his request. He requested mm-hmm. to be covered in cement because he was scared people would like grave rob him. Grave yeah. And I read so, ironic. The, re- the reason the reason I said that about the mustache is um, I read somewhere that it preserved the body better. So his mustache and all that stuff was still, I don't see it in that picture, but I did read that it was intact. Can't get rid of oh, that wow. stash. Oh, wow. Too strong of a stash. Took, he, yeah, he took it It was all the mustache him. wax <laughs> that he fought for. <laughs> Look um, at that. But really, so like in 2017, they exhumed his body to like um, get rid of any of the doubt that he News, that it wasn't new analysis, him. new scientific analysis. Of yeah. Pictures. So he officially dies. Yeah. Um, and some fun facts is that you might be wondering, like, okay, so the Fort Worth castle, like, what happened to it? Um, what happens is in court, it, there's like a legal battle of what to do with it since it was legally like his. But basically, like, it became like hotels. It then if it became like some businesses, and eventually was knocked down. Like this is the current side of it, and it's turned into a parking lot. Wow. Um, the next slide shows, like, superimposes what the hotel would look like if it was there today. It'd look like this. Um, some other fun facts is that apparently there's a movie in the works. Yeah, and it's a Martin Scorsese film, and Leonardo DiCaprio will play Holmes. Oh, I heard about this. Okay, I haven't oh, heard the first. Well, so obviously catch have, me if but. you can. Um, home style, home style, <laughs> legitimately. But um, wow. so apparently, that's a thing that's supposed to be coming out. Um, it's based on a very popular book. So I was going to say, I, it might have sounded really confusing when I went over some things, but it's just so convoluted and complicated. Like well, you could well, turn you this into like five and the episodes. Into the, into the scams, the like the legality of it all. Like there's several books you can read. A, p- a very popular one is um, Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Um, he wrote that. It's a nonfiction book written as like a narrative, like as a fiction, but it's all very true. And a lot of people get their sources from that. A lot of the stuff I got came from some um, other podcasts as well, like Last Podcast on the Left and Morbid did some stuff on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Last Podcast podcast has like three episodes on it morbid has like five like they go really in depth with it mm-hmm. um and there's some other sites you can go to as well like the adam um seltzer website of mysterious um chicago gets into it um there was a video game inspired by the hotel that's called the devil in me that i think is based off the quote of his interesting um, uh, it actually came out i looked it up look i up. like playing video games but it's um it came out in the fall of 2022 hey we should play that on our oh, next wow. uh yeah y'all should stream podcast. playing it i guess yeah um but it's based off of somebody basically the premise of the game is somebody rebuilt the castle and like a saw effect has people come into it and basically like you have to survive um uh, which sounds kind of interesting I have on the very last slide, there's a little clip art of a ghost. Oh, I Adam, thought that was like a pre <laughs> thing. I didn't know um, that was no, so that's on purpose. When you click on the ghost, it's supposed to bring up a link to, yeah, there you go, your little hand. It's going to bring up a link to an EVP. Hey. Adam Seltzer, the guy who made the Mysterious Chicago, the History Channel guy, he went into the now post office and did like ghost hunting stuff with it. Um, And so he collects an EVP and what you hear in it, whenever you play the the audio 
he starts saying the names of the victims in the hotel. And so you'll hear him kind of whispering like, and then in the middle of him saying the names of the victims, you hear a woman's voice. And while he's doing this, there's no woman down there. But you can clearly hear a woman's voice. Now, oh, what she's shit. saying is I up for debate. I want to try that again. Try it again if you want to um, I can't, pull I that can't up. Share the, but if uh, not, you can just Google the Adam Seltzer um, video. Yeah, try it. Hold on, hold on. I'm, yeah, I'm we're going to try I'm it gonna, again. Uh, copy link. I'm going to send it to you, Jerry. Okay. Can you post it? Can you do it real quick? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm okay. We're gonna that. send it to you. To finish it off. That's, um, but it's just another like stuff. little fun fact. So if you're wondering, if you're out there and like um, the spooky anything of like if there's any like you know ghosts or anything, this is what was an AVP that was recorded. An AVP stands for electronic voice phenomenon, right. very popular and like a lot of paranormal stuff. Um, and there's that. I also had. Tell me if you get it. I just sent it to you. I, I want to play. I'm gonna play on... this. this is, uh, I mean, not the ice ice baby part. <laughs> yeah, was, I, uh, I guess you'll have to press pause immediately you did that on purpose, didn't you? after gotcha. <laughs> immediately after the uh the sound clip is over. Uh but I had another um link to the Google. So if you wanted to see the did you current... get it? Did you get the link? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to um Yo Holmes, if yeah. you want to go to slide 17. There is, oh. yeah, right here. here. There we go, right here. So we'll go oh. down to 17. When I click on this, it'll bring us up to Google Maps. Oh, so somebody you would share this, right? So, somebody yeah, yeah, here actually, it. like, um, oh, yeah, go ahead and share it. I'm sitting here thinking everybody can see what we're seeing. Um, basically, um, it's a Google Maps of all the notorious sites of his of current day. So if you are driving in Chicago, um, you can go buy some of these sites and see wow. them. Interesting. So um, what you see here is a layout. What's in the dark over there next to um, the Jackson body Park. of water oh. is where the World Fair would have been. And then the red locations are the murder house. So um, if you want to click on the um, and over to the left hand side, you see the distinct locations of everything. Can I click the murder house? I, your... I believe so. You can click on that. and It'll take you to it. So if you want to zoom in on it, um, you can actually uh, see bottom left, bottom left one. here like this is. So you see the post office here. This is where the murder house would have been. Um, these are the train tracks that were ground level at the time that are now raised. And I believe you should be able to see the... Are you trying to get the satellite view? There we go. Okay, so satellite view. So if I click on... Um, so basically, this is the current post office. This is where the site of the murder castle would be. Across the street here is pharmacy, his original right? pharmacy. Right. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned that, did we? So when yes, he bought we a farm, did. Yeah, okay. It was literally across the street. It was literally... I mean, I'm not even kidding. It was across the street. So I'm going to click on site of former Little Inglewood just so you can... And Drew, do you have that uh, clip ready to go? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so I So uh, I go. think everybody can see. So if can y'all see? You get deja vu. This? Have we done this before? I can see, yeah. All right. Yeah. This area here where these trees are is exactly where the murder house would be here. Oh, wait. What are y'all trying to show? I thought you meant just the Google map. Can we see the Google maps? Can you see me kind well, of looking is, at the street this view? This was street view no. of Google maps. I don't see the street view. Yeah. Huh. It's just like a regular aerial view. 
Can you see this now? Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Okay. So this here where these trees are are exactly where the murder house would be. So this is where it shares this part of the now post office. And then if you see old uh, original pictures of it, this is the, this train track is actually ground level in old pictures. They've raised it since then. You know what's sad is that they wouldn't put like a tombstone out there as like a a mini graveyard. It's some kind of like, yeah. commemorate like Tune, everything that happened kinda, there yeah like but it's kind of sad that they a wouldn't. lot of historians kind of question if it even was a murder castle because we just have to go off of this like it's just it's actually now really come into question how much of that is true oh, they have an aldi's yeah if you look across the street <laughs> parking lot that is now an aldi's parking lot is What's where his pharmacy would have been that he sold and duped that guy into getting buying a pharmacy that's full of debt and and you would never know if you're walking across right. that block like yeah it just looks like a casual that. street but there's this no is historical where, mark or anything there's there. n- i mean I, as far as i know there's like nothing yeah. if, unless you just know um i mean if you live in chicago you might it might be common knowledge but if not i mean you can go by the post office and this is where the murder castle was so, and this is where his pharmacy was what was, was all here yeah what was the uh the the audio what was that again so i want to go ahead and play that uh to reiterate uh so adam seltzer worked with the history channel and they went into the now is what you see can they see yeah, these images i think yeah. um all right so he we went into the base they went to yeah. the basement of the post office that shared that foundation with the original murder house and he recorded this EVP, and you hear him whispering the names of the victims that we know happened. So this is this is the area he went. So into. this is where he would go, and there's more to it than this. And you can Google like pictures of the basement, and tons of them pop up. But these were the bricks that they believe are the original foundation. So it goes I, down here. And I'm gonna mute us so it doesn't, okay. So it doesn't. Uh, and this repeat. is the audio of it. All right, yeah. Take um, take your share screen off. There it goes. All right, so let me get this up. That's so you hear him shit. say, Emmeline, Julia, Pearl, anybody we don't know about. And while he's whispering this, that female voice, he claims there's there's nobody down there. Like, it's yeah. just him. Oh, that was clear God. Yeah. I, clear I, heard, I heard something go, oh. <laughs> that was me. I was, I was, that was my shock. I was like, oh, my God. There's a That's so creepy. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That so, is, uh, that's, very, that's very clear for an EVP. That's what I thought. I mean, a lot of EVPs are very like um, grainy. Yeah. That one's. That's a little too clear. You heard the room. I mean, you, you have to go off of what Adam Seltzer says, and it's History mm-hmm. Channel. Um, but I mean, according to him, it's an EVP. He recorded it. I, I thought it was very clear as well. What makes me kind of go along with it, it might be true that it is an actual recording, is that his. I'd have to go to the um, the source I found it at. The, he interprets it as saying something ridiculous to me. <laughs> um, if you listen to it, what do you think he's saying? 
Well, I saw the caption, so I'm I'm biased now. So Wait, okay, saying, well, yeah, okay, well, you don't. What, she's what do you think that the, the voice ghost, is saying? The, the ghost, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember, but I. Okay. Oh, what do the captions say? If you have it up in front of you, you might be able to pull it up quicker than me. Um, it's saying. Oh, what the fuck! Now they're not coming up. Oh, oh, it's oh cons- wait. Okay. It's oh, those were comments. That wasn't captions. All right. Uh, someone said it sounds like she's saying, "Dad, can we go?" Okay, so that's yeah, that's one of the comments. Let's see here. I do hear Emmeline though. Yeah, he says Emmeline, and I didn't. Okay, so Adam <laughs> Setzel thinks that it sounds like this voice is saying, "Sorry, Beefalo." No. <laughs> so that's why I was like, if you think this is a legitimate EVP, why would you try to say that that's what yeah. this person is saying? Hmm. Um, but then another suggestion is that, is that the voice is saying buried deep below. That, hmm. makes, well, that makes more sense. Which makes more sense. Yeah. So Adam, actually, he's the one that says it sounds to him like she's saying, sorry, beefalo. But he says, but somebody else thinks that they're saying this. So Take it as you will, and there's an yeah. EVP of it. Beefalo is probably another wife we don't know about. Maybe it's a nickname. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Beefalo. I don't know. Maybe that was but... a little like Jay Leno. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got budget. We got Beefalo, and uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> that's um, an incredible story. I mean, there's. I can honestly, when I heard about him, and I've known about him for a while, I've always thought. His story needs to be a movie. Like, there's so yeah. much stuff about him. And I've only told a portion of it. There's yeah. so much more to him that I had to breeze over. And even then, like, this is turning into, like, a three-hour thing. But it's just Did so Did they say much. that they were going to, that movie, like, was that official? Or was it, like, just, the, you know, talk? Where I saw it, it was, like, back from 2014. Oh, man. So... I they got to stop all the good. They probably decided to do like, you know, Transformers 14. They did the Revenant before they did this. Okay. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know. Probably they probably wow. decided to do like Indiana Jones and have it flop on Independence Day. You know? I yeah. Think, uh, Scorsese and Leo are about to come out with something uh, that's like supposed to be really long. I could be, I could be wrong, but I don't but know. If it's right. This one, the way if they, if they want to include everything, It'll be this like this movie would be four hours. These be like Lord of the Rings trilogies. Yeah, but it's either, just either that, literally. Yeah, either that or like a just a Netflix like super long series. Yeah, like a series. Yeah, would be that would be the way. Dude, to go. that would be great. I'd watch that. The new Stranger Things. We need to do Strange it. Strange places. That's what we need to do. That and they could pick a hot H-H-H-H-H. guy to be HH. That'd be great. Mustache. Uh huh. How's Leo's mustache? He could grow. He's supposed mustache. to be Holmes, can he? Yeah. I've seen him with like beards. Dude, that dude's yeah, yeah. He could do anything you ask him to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I don't know, before, but... we, before we kind of close out, I did have one question. So when they exhumed his girl. So when they opened it, do you think they just got this huge whiff of smegma? <laughs> oh, damn, it's him! It's oh, like sixty-year-old cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, when I found that out, I was like, "How? Like, just like why?" Started cross-eyed. Yeah. Smells like. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What were the men like back then? If like you know, this they, is what attracted you. They were probably all cross-eyed with spegma or whatever it's called. What's it called? <laughs> Even it sounds like it smells I, I guess it's spelled. It's a revolting term. Oh, uh, just, so just Google it and go to the images tab and you'll... Oh. Let's do that right now. I'm going to share it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but disgusting. Uh, there you go. I mean, he's yeah. an interesting guy. I mean... What uh, he's called America's first serial killer, but really, like, he's nothing like American serial killers. Like, he, right. yeah, he killed people, but it's not like. Well, there are some conspiracies behind it, which we, we don't need to get into the conspiracies, but, uh, you know, a lot of people say that he's Jack the Ripper, right? As another yeah. thing, oh, yeah. like, he's so that. intricate. Yep. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's America's first serial killer, but he, he came over and, and that was the whole thing, is he kind of brought that up. They're that oddly over notorious serial killers at the same time different continents but people try to link them together mm -hmm. just because you know jack Ripper was you know and it's funny too because we just did an episode on skull and bones and we were talking about how uh some of those guys were were new jack the ripper's first victims because they knew jack the ripper and uh you know and it's funny that this guy would be in business and have all these connections and uh -huh. You almost wonder if, if there's a connection there. Might be. To uh, our other episodes with Skull and Bones. So. I'm sure there's a lot of powerful figures that live very similar lives to this, even in the modern day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The ones that get caught, they're the ones we talk about. Yep. That's I the mean, number. all you got to do is dress nice and have a mustache. Yep. Yeah, and that's really what helped him out, is that he just acted the part of somebody who wouldn't do those things. Yeah. But that's all, you know, that's always the case. You always hear about the women saying how they would have never thought this guy was a mass murderer. You know, the men are always like, we knew it. He was just weird. The women are like, oh my gosh, would have never guessed. I would have married him in a heartbeat. <laughs> he made me sign over my will and my, my estate. I never would have guessed. I mean, it was all, it was all cool, right? All husbands have their wives sign over their like millions of a state into their name oh, for well, no sure. reason, even though you're married and it's, it's totally I'm glad cool. he got rid of the name Mudget. I would have thought <laughs> his first wife that came across that he would have married, he would have taken her name. Well, um, actually Holmes was a common name. That's one of the reasons and one of the main links to his being um, Jack the Ripper, because people say there's a Holmes on a ship manifest that goes to England at the time. Oh shit. There you go. That's like he's so in, like there's so much to him and people are like oh murder cow so i'm like hey, yeah but other stuff there's sherlock, so much yeah holmes being like like was sherlock holmes what years were sherlock holmes that was, sherlock that was holmes? just a fictional right yeah. yeah oh man i was hoping he was like a legit guy back in the day around the same time as jack the ripper no, but honestly, another thing that kind of doubts the whole um, Jack the Ripper thing is that Holmes was such a common name. It's hard to say well, it was him because it, Holmes then was like Smith now yeah. or Johnson mm -hmm. now. It was just everybody was that. There was a lot of those. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, lots of those. Jose. I'm sure if they weren't the same person, they were both in the same networks of people that did this kind of thing. Really, H.H. Holmes's great, great, great grandson, Mudget is the one pushing and saying he's Jack the Ripper. Like it's really uh, him. Yeah, that's what's interesting. His he wrote a book about it. Saying. There's like a documentary about it, and he's the one like, yeah, it's totally him. It's totally him. It's he's totally the one that had his body exhumed. 
Um, you know, I'm not sure who had his body exhumed. I just know it was really based off of people didn't really know if it was him or not because wow. of the whole beard thing. Yeah. They're like, that whole beard doesn't look like him. Did he escape? Did he not? And that was a huge thing because yeah. there's no way that's home. See, that's not what he looked like, but it was him. Is he a vampire? Is he a vampire? Did he ever die or is he just living still? Yeah. That's why I want to subject. I've refashioned a Norm McDonald joke uh, for this uh, for this particular serial killer. I guess uh, it could be my closing statement whenever whenever y'all are ready. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, yeah, H. H. Holmes. He he did so many horrible things. What all did he do? He uh, he lied to everyone. He committed fraud. He uh, performed an abortion on Christmas Eve. That he murdered be. people. He smelled like smegma. <laughs> I know the Bible says, judge not lest ye be judged, but this H.H. Holmes guy, this guy was a real jerk. Really, he was. He dragged a lady around saying, your husband's not dead, knowing all the time he's dead and your kids are dead, but go here and 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 here. We'll see how far I can take this. And he didn't have an affair with her, right? And they never. No, up. he okay. did not have an affair with never... her. Okay. What a good guy. Yeah, that would have just crossed else. the line right there. But that, we got to like put a stop to this guy at the 10th affair. Hunter, what's your thoughts? We need to do a part three on this Jack the Ripper thing. Dig deeper into that. Because this is a, because like I said, I was always familiar with the murder castle. And then it wasn't until I started, I watched, um, I watched one documentary and then read several different articles and stuff like that. Had no idea about the, like the story to up to that, you know, and, and the multiple wives and that kind of stuff. I was just familiar with the murder castle, you know, the running around the country, stuff like that. So it's a, it's an insane story that. Yeah. It's amazing how much he traveled. Yeah. Right. You know, Back in the day, traveling the was not easy. No. So yeah, if we do an episode on Jack the Ripper, then this will be a main part mm-hmm. of that. Yep. All right. That would probably, yeah, that'd be, we need to do that. Yeah, so I, I would like to thank Miss uh, Homicidal for coming on and and uh, good job doing a hell of a job Thanks. on this. Sorry, I took up. I didn't mean to take up so much time. Well, that's why we had so you. Much stuff. That's why we had you. Got to get the story out there. Got to get the whole thing out there. Spit truth and talk about uh, that that cheese or whatever it's called. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> that's something. the main takeaway. <laughs> Everybody learns tonight. <laughs> I mean. There you go. Oh. But uh but yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff out there on him. I mean, if you're interested, go into a lot more. I mean, obviously, so much stuff on him. Yep. Well, we you're appreciate um, you know. Yeah, you're you're welcome anytime in the future for any other episodes that we're going to do because we got a we got a whole list of stuff we still got to cover, so um like I said, you're more than welcome on. So um, if you've made it this far on the podcast, I uh, forgot to mention this on the first one. Follow us on Twitter, room 2008 ENT2. Shoot us an email. Let us know what you think. Room2008ENT at gmail.com. Uh, do y'all have any last last words before we sign off? Yo, Holmes, I'm good. No schmegma? That was great. Um, just I learned hygiene. A lot. Hygiene is good. Hygiene yep. is good. <laughs> yeah, because if you become a – if you, you do all this and, and that's what you're known for. You know, current you day, know? hygiene is good. Hygiene Unless you, good. you – you could also hire a moil. Anyway. Yeah, and don't forget the flaws. Hi, Gene. <laughs> we love it. All good, brother. Yep. All right. Well, with that being said, room two thousand eight is out. Peace.